We the bestest cast with the left twist. Fat, fairly well dressed. Put me on the guest list. The guest list. Uh, yeah, on the guest list. Yeah. Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of On the Guest List with Fox Shot and the Get Down White Sox. Dave, Kenny Carkey, and Dante coming live from New York City, Barstool HQ. And we do have a great interview this week. We have Andy Frasco on. The, the interview was great and everything. But we just wrapped up the greatest interview in the history of man. We just finished our Nickelback interview. Man, I, I still don't believe it happened. We've been teasing it for how many months now? <laughs> Three months. Yeah. And none of us wanted to spill the beans because we were afraid it was going to fall through and Colin drove up from Philly. I flew in. I was in Savannah. Dave's on Zoom in the studio, and we pulled this fucking thing together, <laughs> and it could not have gone better. It could not have gone better. Hi, David. It, it was, it's out of all the interviews I've ever done, and I, I say this a lot, and this may be recency bias a little bit. <clears throat> this, I okay, it was one of my favorite interviews I've ever done for Redline Radio. Series. I could tell. Yeah, Dave, you were on one. It I, was Awesome. He's the funniest guy we've interviewed. Oh, Chad Kroger's the fucking man. Dude, dude. He's, I had, he's hilarious. Fucking whole. I feel like off fucking camera, he's his he's like way funnier too. He's probably oh yeah. He's that guy you want to you want to roll out with on a Friday night because you're 100 Yeah, he was oh, telling yeah. story, dude. He was telling stories about like filling the tour bus up with chicks, <laughs> like doing mushrooms. I mean, he's the fucking, he's the man. He is the man. I don't want to spoil too much yeah, of the interview because this will drop next week, hopefully. Uh, Dave, but I feel, I, I, I've seen ahead. Dave starstruck like that. Oh, yeah. Ozzy Guillen interview and that. He was like, <laughs> smile ear to ear the whole time. Just like, you didn't even ask that many questions because you were just sitting there listening to them like in awe. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't want to be on Zoom and everything, and, and they're focused on you guys, so I didn't want to, you know, throw off the flow or anything, but um, they, it was they loved They loved that you were a true diehard fan. Oh, yeah, what well, was great, every time Dave made a noise, Chad would just be like, Dave, <laughs> what do you have to say? I, oh it's God. weird, because I, I haven't, like, gone and listened to Nickelback like, oh, today's Nickelback day. Like, I'll have, you know, Zeppelin days or Foo Fighter days or Foxtrot and the Get Down days. Those are good um, days. It's been a minute since I've had a Nickelback day, but, like, just the nostalgia. We're rattling off all these songs. Like, I'm like, holy fuck, these guys were monsters. Dude, they pop, know, up, they pop monsters. up on my Spotify all the time. All the time. I, I just stuff. this is that kind of interview though i feel like we've been waiting for where it's just like yeah that's that's the one right there the the what, what you guys are going to see from glenny balls next week is an all-time <laughs> moment and i'm not going to spoil it but it's an all-time fucking moment i feel like it was like i we granted a wish that can never like it was just watch next week i'll yeah. fucking shut up about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Spoil it. but i feel bad for andy frasco because i was like we got andy frasco but <laughs> the fucking nickelback interview is sweet but we do have uh andy frasco the video is already up on barstool backstage you can go check that out now live from brooklyn bowl but the interview is great he's a fucking crazy human being and it was a great combo but there is a lot to get into in the music industry regardless this week and uh i think number one we talked about this before we got nickelback on but good I, I i always do this to you i'm so sorry how was the show Oh, the Frasco show? That venue looks so sick. I didn't stay. I'll explain. I'll explain. No. No. Have you ever been to an Andy Frasco show? I have not. I'm dude. I'm fucking going with you in Chicago. I'm I can explain. Awesome. I couldn't lie because Andy during the interview calls me out because he's like, You're not even fucking staying. And I was like, I'm not, dude. My album, we were like uh three blocks away from the studio that we work at. 
and they were mastering three of the songs. Oh, so I left yeah. there to go do that. Uh, I did see highlights and shout out to all the Philly musicians that are huge bands that stopped by and they partied with Frasco on stage. Uh, <laughs> he sounds like the fucking man. Bro, I showed up and there was a guy who tried to walk through our shot and he had a big surfboard that had cutouts in it. And I was like, you can go through, bro. And Andy was like, yeah, that's my Jello shot guy. He gets on a surfboard and hands out Jello shots in the middle of the show. Dave, you we have that, to go to dude, this fucking show. I've been to a couple of his shows. He's fucking electrifying live. There's a great moment. There is a woman named Deborah who is standing next to the camera, and she was wearing an Andy Brasco shirt, and she was just staring at us. And I almost screamed. Andy said, "The haters can suck dick from the back." And I turned my head, and I was like, "Yeah, do they can suck?" And she was staring at me, and I went, "No, no, 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 no! I wasn't going to say that to you." And I was like, "Come here!" So she sat between us, and she was like grinning ear to ear and i was like what's up and she was like i'm here for the andy Prasco show and i was like do you want to do mushrooms with andy and andy was like fuck yeah dude just give me like 20 minutes and we'll get started and he's like i gotta stop giving drugs to the crowd but you know <laughs> if you don't tell anybody it'll be cool but Amazing, yeah right. i digress listen to the andy Prasco interview was fantastic Amazing. let's so let's talk some shit about Ticketmaster and uh and taylor swift because nope not gonna do it you're not gonna oh yeah well i know dante gonna do it. middleman dante over here is not gonna do it not middleman oh, wow. I'm not middleman. If we if we wanted to do this fucking three months ago, I would have been all about it. But this has been going on since the summer. And now because it's Taylor Swift, now it's front page news. Dave, have you seen the ticket prices? Uh, I can imagine a billion dollars. Ninety two thousand dollars for some tickets. Still backstage on social. Yeah. That follow, goes for everybody. That goes for everybody. Socks, yeah. But yeah, we posted. I, I a, we posted a screen. Grab today. Who is it? Little. Uh, I can't keep track of all the littles. I didn't even. I didn't say it. it I wasn't was a little Dirk. It was like little, little Duval. Little. Oh, Duval. Little Duval. Yeah, yeah. Little Duval posted a, a a screenshot on Twitter of the dynamic ticket pricing, and they weren't even like great seats. They were like section one hundred six, ninety six thousand dollars. Now, to be fair, if you pay that, you deserve to go into the debt that you are going into, because that's fucking ridiculous. I wouldn't, dude. Jesus Christ himself could come down. I wouldn't pay ninety six thousand dollars. I was trying to think because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blog. I've just had no time. I'm gonna blog it. I was trying to think of what is an act that you could justify paying like that much. I, I'm Nothing. thinking like no no no. I'm thinking like if uh like the if John Lennon came back from the dead and the Beatles played like a one time show before he went back to heaven or hell. I watch it on Twitter. Like, like I, I no, there's no, there's no phones, that. no phones. Oh. It's all, it's blacked out. You had to be there in person to see it. I mean, I'm thinking like Frank Sinatra, maybe, maybe. Uh, Led Zeppelin. All right, is Zeppelin? You're talking like Zeppelin, Madison Square Garden, seventy five. Like any act from all time, they come back from the dead. No, they reunite. Ninety six thousand dollars. One show, one one show only. No social media, no phones, no technology. Dave, would I you mean, pay ninety six thousand dollars to see anybody? It, it, it's such a right can't now, take it with you. You can't take money with you. Remember that. No, of course not. But I don't have ninety six thousand dollars. <laughs> Say, so, you do. Say you do. Say you do. That's all I have to my name. No, 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 no. Say you say you're comfortably. It's not pocket change, but it's it puts a dent in your fucking. It's like finance. spending two hundred dollars right now. <laughs> no, no, no. So, say, yeah, all right, that's, all right. Say it's so, like. But 50. I spend two hundred dollars. I mean, two hundred dollars. Say it's like twenty like k. Say it's like twenty k. It would it would hurt you, but it wouldn't fucking ruin you. Oh, okay. So Zeppelin for sure. Yeah. 
like OG seventy five Zeppelin. Like that's college. what I'm talking. That's what right, I'm that might about. be that might be my yeah. pick. Honestly, to see the um, original lineup of Zeppelin, everybody yes. alive. Yes. Yeah. Bring John Bonham back from the dead. Yes. Yeah. Maybe like- maybe Pink Floyd with like fucking Sid. Eric? Oh, you're talking OG Pink Floyd. See, but I would like, fall asleep if we do that show. Like for the nostalgia aspect, yeah. Like for me, you said Sinatra. Like seeing like crooner Sinatra in like the fucking Beacon Theater would be kind of like, all right, I'm seeing something here. Right. But like I said, there is never a goddamn time, and maybe it's because I am a musician. There's never a time in my life where I would ever shell that kind of fucking bread out. And also, if I was the musician and somebody spent ninety six thousand dollars, see my dumb ass singing to a microphone, I'd be like, you're an idiot. Why'd you do that? Thank you, but why'd you do that? Which is the whole thing. Like, people are getting mad at Ticketmaster. Dude, if I was Taylor Swift, I'd be on a pedestal right now. If I was trying to get the points, I'd be like, I'll fix this. Don't pay that. Taylor Swift is sitting back like, no, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So, I, I've been busy as shit the last two days. And I have, I, I obviously know what's going on. But I know the, like, basically the the title. Like, the insane, insane Ticketmaster uh, ticket prices and all that. But what... Wow. I'll give, you, I'll give you the cliff notes. I'll give you the cliff notes. So okay, go ahead. I forget how long ago. I think maybe 10 years ago, Live Nation bought Ticketmaster. Mm. So yes. they own it. Yes. So that's their in-house ticketing platform. They obviously are in the business of buying tours. And yep. they own a shit ton of venues around the country. So they, it's a monopoly. They it, run. It's a, it's a monopoly. Yes. They buy a tour. They run it through their venue and they sell tickets to the show so it's it's called it's like a 360 basically encompassing package so they make money on the tickets they make money on all the beverage they have a merch split inside their venue all that shit it's obviously pretty good business model it's working out well for oh it's great for them but there are some venues that they don't own like the united center where they will promote a show and they work out a deal with the venue they'll either do a full buyout or four wall um tons of logistics tons of moving parts what's Mm -hmm. happening now is they've seen these ticketing apps shout out game time uh shout out game time they're competitors which everyone knows um they're seeing them publicly traded companies do very 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 well selling tickets to shows that they're booking they're putting the money up front for they're advancing yada 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 and they're seeing that as cutting in on their market share so their solution to this was we're going to do we're going to introduce this thing called dynamic ticket pricing and when a show goes on sale they have fucking algorithms of course because everything's a fucking algorithm now yeah that tracks the demand based on how many people are fucking hitting Ticketmaster, how many people yep. are trying to buy this kind of ticket in this section, uh, in this venue, in this town, on this date. And it, it's like fucking, it's like a stock market, yeah. I guess. So the more people that are buying it, the price goes up and up and up and up and up until people click off it and then it'll come back down. But as long as people keep buying and the demand keeps going up, the the prices will keep going up. So fast forward to yesterday or today, the some of these Taylor Swift shows go on sale, and you know these fucking psychos that haven't seen her in three or four years that act like she's Led Zeppelin who hasn't toured 
in 50 years. They have to see her. They bombard the site. Parents bombard the Can site. Can you imagine being a parent right now? And your daughter's like, Dad, I want to go to this show. For Christmas. All I want for Christmas is to see Taylor Swift. So, so what happened was she has this partnership deal with Capital One. You see yep. all the fucking commercials. They did this pre-sale, which was bullshit. I feel bad talking about this because Live Nation is really good to us. They've they've granted us backstage interviews. That we're going to be working with them heavily coming up. I don't think I, it's not even who we're talking about necessarily. It's it more- is, but it isn't. But, I mean, there Listen, they're fucking, they're for profit. Like they're entrepreneurs. I get it. It's capitalism. What are you going to do? It's capitalism. But at the same time, it's like, like you just said, you know, it's fucking Christmas time. These little fucking kids that are obsessed with Taylor Swift. That's all they want. Like to see her. Like the, a lot of people are going to get shut out and disappointed. And it's all that's happened on social media. My question like is the last, last 24 hours. What is she going to do in a public, like a public forum setting where she's going to be like, yeah, this is how it is. Or is she going to be like, I didn't choose this. Like, I want to know where she goes with this. I mean, it's league, it's legality. So you're saying like, why hasn't she spoken out? Well, because she signed a fucking hundred, you know, probably a, like a $500 million deal right. for this tour. But this goes back Before to my thing. all the merch and she, I mean, she's going to she's she'll make a billion dollars. That's my thing, though, she'll about this. Is it's like I just don't ever want to hear the Taylor Swift underdog thing again. I don't like I just. And, all right, dude, that's fine. bro. There was it. That's 20 years ago. Come on. Come on. Oh, come on. Come she's, on. She's she's been top dog for a while now. I don't know. She's I just seen everything on Twitter. Just of this era. She's like she's, she's a fucking machine. She is the machine. Yeah, right now, there's no doubt. My, there's no, the, the, fiscally, you can see it. There's no fucking doubt that she's the top dog. Like, no doubt in my mind. And I'm not oh, shitting yeah. on Taylor Swift for making bread. That's not my thing. It's just like, this whole thing is weird to me. I'm not a fan of what's going on. And but bro, this happened. The, the thing, like, I got pissed off when the Springsteen tickets went on. Sale. Me too. That was like the first taste of this. And we were like, yo, what the fuck? What that wasn't news. People were like, "Oh man, Springsteen tickets are thousand dollars." Like, what the fuck? People fucking paid it. Was it ninety two thousand dollars? No, I no, but I'm wondering if they like tinkered with it since then and it like turned it up to ten or what what happened. But I mean, thousand dollars was a lot to fucking see the boss. I didn't pay at the same time. He's you know he's almost eighty. No, no, but like you, it's not unheard of to pay five hundred, six hundred dollars to sit. No, that's true. Floor to see him in the past, and it's like you know he hasn't played in a while. Um, you don't know how many more times you're gonna get to see him. So like, thousand bucks is a lot, but at the same time, it's not. I don't, I don't know. This is this is just like fucking outrageous, like everything else nowadays. But at the end of the day, if you pay ninety two thousand dollars to see Taylor Swift, I don't want to hear you fucking say anything ever because that. No one's paying. No one's fucking paying. Good. I hope not. No one's paying that. But people paid and to get up to that. People were paying five figures. You know, look, the world is fucking screwy. It's all backwards. Pete Davidson's fucking what's her name? Uh, Emily Rajakowski. Fucking Trump's running for president again. Everything's going sideways. Taylor Swift's charging ninety two thousand dollar tickets. We live in a screwy world. What do you want me to tell you? It is the truth. It is the truth. Shouts out Pete Davidson, by the way, dude. Fuck that. Dude, he's slinging meat. Fuck that, <laughs> Fuck that guy. Why? Because he has nice things? Don't even, don't even fucking get me started. All right, well, then we'll move on from that. Uh, the only other thing I really wanted to get into before we got into the Brasco interview, the Grammy nominations came out. And I do we do this every goddamn year. Oof. We do this every goddamn year. And we're like, these are dog shit. What's going on here? Oof. 
This is legitimately the worst Grammy <laughs> nominations I've ever seen in my entire life. Yo, who the fuck is on the fucking hip hop committee? Dude, here's my question. Did we just have really bad records this year or did they just pick the weirdest crop of shit ever? Both. both, both. Like I looked at the Grammy noms. Both. Like, dude, ABBA got nominated for so many Grammys. And I'm not shit on ABBA or anything like that, but there's so much it's fucking a, music. That's that came a out makeup. Soon. That's a makeup. For what? The, this fucking 70s? We're sorry about disco? Yeah, no, they they're a legendary, you know, legacy fucking act. And they you got to think like the Grammys are a dying show slash spectacle. So ABBA will put asses in seats, draw eyeballs. They have they had a resurgence. I mean, they, they, their records are back in my clubs. Fucking ABBA's gimme, the gimme, shit. gimme and you know, dancing queen go fucking off. Like kids think it, they're like new songs today. It's weird. Our parents still love them. Chess out Sweden. So, I mean, that's an act where, oh yeah. Hey, ABBA, you're nominated. Why don't you come perform too? And do, uh, and do a med and do a medley like, oh, performing tonight. ABBA. ABBA. Like you got to think like a lot of this is marketing shit. So yeah. as much as, you know, like our guys on our thread, were bitching about Beyonce being, nominated for dance album it was a dance album that is yes it was it was but that's also you know like you gotta you gotta think chess not checkers dave did you see your girl bonnie Raitt got nominated i did i did i love bonnie Raitt. um give her all the grammys yeah give her i would i would allow that in this scenario but i'm like looking like album of the year abba uh, the Adele album we just all forgot about thirty. I don't even. I didn't think it made that big of a splash to be nominated like that. I, if you go back and listen to our episode about that, I predicted. I said this is a great album, but it will be forgotten very, very soon because of the trends that we're in, where everything is just chewed up and spit out. What's next? We do. That's the, the, the best new Fucking artist. Everything. Have these people in the best new artists. I, I, I'm not like out here, like bumping their shit. I don't know. And we're a music podcast. I don't even know these people that Anita well. Anita is a, fucking missile oh really oh my god yeah. all right then dave, everybody vote for anita dave met her in miami i think uh last summer this dave no portnoy oh um she grutman's friends with her and dave grutman took dave to dinner and he just brought anita with him and dave texted me he was like do you know who anita is <laughs> yeah she's like a brazil i think she's brazilian she's like a brazilian uh pop star over there but she has she has like 20 million fucking followers. No shit. She's like Shakira of today. Oh. She's just a smoke. She's got my vote, dude. Yeah, she's a smoke. I'm looking at like record. Oh, first of record of year, song of the year, album of the year. They all get the same nominees. So really heavy this year. It's Harry Styles, Lizzo, Steve Lacey, who I fucking love Steve Lacey, Doja Cat, Beyonce. It's all pop. I really don't like I don't the, the rap album is the one that everybody's talking about. The rap album is fucking DJ Khaled. We all know how I feel about DJ Khaled. I'm done with DJ Cal. We believe in you, bro. Relax. Future, Jack Harlow, which I have no problem based off of Jack Harlow's like commercial success. The fact that he got nominated for a Grammy, that's fine. Everything like that. But Kendrick, who's obviously going to win. And then Pusha T. Dude, I don't know, man. I'm wor I'm fucking worried. You think that Harlow's going to take it? Like, why is he even nominated? That was a big record. 
It was terrible. It was a big record, though. Fucking terrible song. I'm, he j- is, I mean, he has some great songs. That was not one of them. So, somebody actually texted me today, and they were like, you like, you should get Jack Harlow on the podcast. And I was like, I would actually really love to sit down with him. He seems like a nice guy. Oh, he's the man. But he's my, the man. My but, thing is, he doesn't really make that great of music, but I would love to sit down and talk oh, with him. I, I disagree. I think, he's, I think he's fucking super talented. I just don't think that was his, his best work. I don't think it was Grammy-nominated. Nominatable. I'm talking if we're going straight up true quality and um like on merit, Steve Lacey wins that. Steve Lacey's dude, Steve Lacey is fucking Steve incredible. Lacey wins that category, but nobody fucking nine out of ten people have don't know who Steve Lacey is. Dave, were you familiar with Steve Lacey? Odd Can't judge you, yeah. Yeah, you he know, was future, he was guys. floating around the odd future camp for a while. He's a Which dude I don't like. I love. I don't like. That was my that was like my high school. Like our future was a shit. But Steve Lacey started out making records on his iPhone. He bought a fucking rig from Guitar Center that let you plug your phone or your, your guitar into your phone and made an entire record on his phone and it got attention. And then now he shit blew up on TikTok. Uh, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Of yeah, course. Yeah. And he went off. But uh before we move off the Grammys, I just want to say we do have a nominee this year. Uh our boy Luke Dick. Luke Dick. That oh, yeah. Miranda Lambert album. Yeah. Shouts the fuck out to Luke. Um, we knew that was going to happen. We knew that was going to. I told you that fucking record was incredible. When he, it was two summers ago, right? No, it was. No, it was two summers ago. Oh, I was in Jersey Shore. Fucking God. Yeah. And he told us he just got back from writing with her. And he was like, it was some of the best sessions we had. And we were just like, dude, Luke Dick, Miranda Lambert. Like, these, hey, these are going to be. Fun. We got another one, too. I'm going through nails. Black Keys, Dropout Boogie, nominee. Let's go. Dude, that was yeah. Uh, we got we have a couple. We had a couple Grammy nominated people. Uh, War on Drop Drugs. Out Boogie's gonna win it too. I bet. I agree hundred percent. As far as you know, rock album. It's it's that Elvis Costello Idols. I love that Idols record. Machine Gun Kelly. I'll leave that to Dante. They won't give it to him. Ozzy Osbourne and uh, Spoon's a great band, but I think Black Keys had the best probably commercial record of the year. Um. Turnstile, my fucking dogs. I've been preaching the turnstile yep. gospel for years now. Yep. I think they got nominated like four or five times. So Beyonce and Kendrick got the most nominations this year. I hope Kendrick wins everything for just having the balls to put that fucking record out. And me and Dante, last year we did do a Grammy like preview and everything like that. So we'll probably do that in like February. Yeah, yeah, we will for sure. Um, I think we should do all get dressed up in tuxes and, and do a live stream and watch the Grammys and fall asleep. Cool with me. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, we'll get into on this off the list, but real quick, let's go into our interview uh with the one and the only, the fucking craziest human being I know, Andy Frasca. All right, Colin, Fox trying to get down, Barstool backstage. We've been in New York for the past few of these. We are in my motherfucking hometown, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Brooklyn Bowl, with one of the baddest men on the planet. Celebrating the one-year anniversary of Brooklyn Bowl Philadelphia. We have Andy Frasco on the podcast. Andy, how are you? Thanks for having me, bro. I'm happy to have you here, brother. Dude, you have all my homies on the podcast. Literally. Yeah, fuck, I'm, it's an honor to be on it finally. I know. Well, we were on it during quarantine. Yeah, that doesn't count but, then. We yeah. will get into that. But I will say, I did tell you I would bring you like a Philly like starter package. Yeah, like a little. You, you hooked me up well, with Joe's Philly cheesesteak. I got him the Joe's cheesesteak. And now the second thing I'm going to do is do the most Philly thing possible. What? I'm going to fucking eviscerate you on your basketball team, dude. Okay, let's, let's fuck go. Fuck up with the Lakers, man. <laughs> They they got the kinks out. I hope so. All them L's we've been taking lately. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh yeah, man, I don't want to make you talk bad about yourself, dude. I, I, it's okay. Come on, let's get this shit over with already. Come on, dude. Zero and three. 
Okay. That's so. Oh, and what? Oh, and three. It's okay with me. I mean, what the fuck is up with the Sixers? I don't know. That's a great <laughs> question. So he always wears a Lakers jersey, so I thought I'd throw on the AI throwback fucking Boathouse Road jersey. So you know Pat Bev does a podcast at Barstool, I right? I do, yeah. I'm stoked that he's on our team. He's giving us that bulldog. He is a that bulldog. He needs, you know? Yeah, well, do me a favor. Look directly at the camera and address Pat Beverly and say, This is how we fix the Lakers. Pat, this is how we fix the Lakers. Give the, give the ball to Matt Ryan when we need to shoot a fucking shot because none of us can shoot right None of us. None of you guys can shoot right now. And But Pat Bev, thank you for being the fucking bulldog that you are, and thanks for whipping Russell Westbrook into shape. That could have been bad. You know, everyone's could've like, it could have been, you know, salt and vinegar or water and vinegar, whatever Yeah, well, that I mean, is. they have history. Well, Pat Bev has history with everybody. That's what I love about him. Every time, every team he puts on – they they become they become dogs. Yeah. And that's my and shit. He took the fucking Timberwolves to the playoffs. Yeah. Anything is possible. Now look at them now, they're trash. I know. That's so Pat funny. Bell effect, dude. Pat uh, effect. Well, Andy, I'm very happy to have you here. Thank you. Uh first things first. How are you alive? How many days have you done? Oh man, this is my hundredth and thirtieth show this year. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> This guy's in the line. Yeah. He's talking. To, he's talking to management for this, and he goes, "They go dinner after this," and he goes, "I don't care. I'm going to be high on mushrooms at that point." Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's my. You know, that's my drug of choice. I stopped doing cocaine when I've. Uh, I just can't do cocaine anymore because I'll stay up all night. Right, and, and then I have to do. I have to be. You know, do I don't know show. how you do that because when we tour, I can't do anything. I'm a fucking really? shell of myself. No, how it like? I know you've you've left the cocaine behind, but like, what is what is the pre-show ritual at this point? I'll rip like. Three shots of Jameson for the show. I will um, smoke like four cigarettes. Pace. I pace the venue. Oh, I do the same thing. Like a rat in the cage. Yep. Like I'm like, you know, I I think you know this is why I love basketball. I feel like this. It's the same energy of a show that is on basketball because yep. you have to be. You're playing f- with five guys on your squad, and everyone. You have to all be simpatico, or yep. you can't just be. You can't just play ISO ball. Nope. You know, look at what happened, LeBron, when he tried to do ISO ball against Golden State. Doesn't on work. That, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. No, no, no. You need a Pat Bev, dude. You need, you need you a need... Pat Bev. You need shooters. Yep. You need someone to hold the d- defense. You need one guy that's just a miscellaneous, just stud. What do you consider yourself in the band? A uh, point guard. Point guard. That yeah. doesn't make sense, actually. Yeah. Now, for those of you who've never seen Andy perform, this motherfucker's on a B three, no shoes generally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> so, I bring this up because. My saxophone player, Will, uh, was playing the See Here Now Festival, and he posted, like, a recap video of the festival, and he was in it. He's like, yo, check this out. And I watch it, and he's on stage with Frasco, and you're pouring a beer into his saxophone. <laughs> like, how did you come to be your live persona? Like, did it take time, or were you just from the rip, like, I'm just going to be a fucking lunatic? Uh, I've always been like that. I've uh, I, I've just... I just don't like when people just sit there on stage and just play their songs yeah. and just like be all pretentious with their shit, you yeah. know. And that's not me. I want, I want to be in your face. Like I grew up listening to pop punk, heavy metal. I used to do the Warp Tour. I used to do did all you? that. Yeah, yeah. Did when you play I was the in Warped high tour? school. Oh yeah, I toured the Warp Tour. Did twenty dates with the Warp Tour. What was the name of the band for four or five years straight? Um, I used to work with this band, Tales of Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that is such a pop-up so band So emo, name, dude. dude. I was emo as fuck. And I used to have my own clothing line when I was in high school uh, called Substratum. And we'd follow the Warp Tour. My mom and I used to work for Drive Through Records. Uh, oh, really? From sophomore year of high school till uh, se- senior year. Well, so if you were like an emo kid, how did this happen? 
Um, <laughs> did you become you? Well, that's what I'm bringing to the ah. jam scene. Is this like pop? This like I want to I want to bring energy into. Come on through, baby. Yeah, I'm talking about. I want to bring energy into the world. You yeah. know, so. Well, if you do anything, you bring energy into the world, and uh, <laughs> you're bringing energy all around the world, actually, because you were just over in Europe. Yeah. And I do have a question. I know you happen to have been in Germany recently. Oh yeah. What happened? Oh, just being Jewish, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got profiled. I had a big afro. I spoke English. And they're like, American, American. They're like, Jew? No, but it was, they profiled me. And um, they're like, you, you look like you smoke weed. And I was on a scooter. They're like, you can't smoke weed for 10 days before driving a motor vehicle. And they're blaming the scooter as a motor vehicle. What? Yeah. And so I, I wasn't drinking. So I blew a zero zero. Then I had to pee in like a pee on the side of the road and then they said there was THC in my system you're like no doubt there's THC in my system of course but there is it was a fucking hustle because for 30 days come yeah, on through come boys on, guys. we're yeah, doing this dude, live at soundcheck up, by the way so we got people rolling through what's, what's up, up baby man? go birds um so weed stays in your system for 30 days yeah. so it's a it was a hustle so they said all right we're gonna take you to jail so <laughs> i had first though they took me to some shady ass kiosk where I had to like bring my credit card and give them a thousand dollars to go to jail. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was silly. Fuck Germany, dude. Yeah, and then then I then they took me to the jailhouse where I had to because they said it's not legally binding unless they take my blood. So then I had to wait there with all these like meth head people from like Georgia and fucking Turkey, Turkey. and Uzbekistan and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, like all meth. Like they're like drawing like pictures with their blood. And I was like scared because I'm like. Now it's like I feel like I'm Britney Griner up in here. Like it got scary. Did like, you want to play in the show that night, or like what happened? Like, oh, dude, it was our day off, and I was like, I just wanna. You I, got arrested on your fucking day off. Yeah, and that's the only reason why I did want to do the tour so I could have a couple days off in Berlin. Oh. So then I got blood. So it took like eight hours. I was there, and I and then after I, the credit card approval went through, they they got me out of jail. So they literally was trying to get a thousand dollars off you. Yeah, it was a hustle, America, dude. And then they legalized weed. I saw a that week like later. <laughs> I couldn't. I'm like you, motherfucker, dude. They dude. fucking freed Andy Frasco and legalized weed. Yeah, dude. You're a pioneer over there, dude. Dude, it's crazy. Holy shit. Yeah, it's nuts, man. I, I I do have to say, like, we haven't done one of these during sound check yet. This is fucking electric. I love this shit. You got to come through? Yeah, the crowd Let's go. Is here. Dip it. And you are in Philly at a perfect time, too, by the way. I knew this was going to fucking happen because I wear a Dodgers hat sometimes. Dodger blue is my favorite color. Yeah. It's my I favorite see, color. I see you on the podcast rocking It's Dodger in my favorite color. color. And I posted me in a fucking Phillies hat, and I hate red. I hate red. It's my least favorite color in the world. And I posted it, and someone instantly was like, wow, just like that, no more Dodgers hat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag red October. And I commented back, and I'm like, listen here, dickhead. I fucking love blue, and I hate red. I was like, I worked for the Phillies in yeah. college. I played college baseball and I taught their kids camps during the summer. Oh, really? I'm a former member of the organization, goddammit. All I'm saying, we're two and five and here I am, baby. I'm Dude, still wait. here, baby. The Sixers are a goddamn shit show. James Harden's hurt. <laughs> I and know. I'm still out here rocking it. You know who is dope, though? Maxie's dope. Maxie's the best. He yeah. really is. It's funny, our cameraman's wearing a fucking Julius Randle jersey right now, so shows you we have a little bit of diversity over here and I appreciate that. I love uh, also going back to the Sixers. I love that you guys gave Thibel a fucking mural. Mural. It's literally around <laughs> the corner from here and now he's on the bench, so I don't know. Enjoy. I always pick him up on fantasy every two weeks off the waiver wire. Yeah, like yeah. he's gonna get four steals. Back, he's gonna get four steals for me this, you know this week. Well it turns out the problem is the same problem we have Ben Simmons is he never evolved as an offensive player. Yeah. He's a 
dull word on the defensive side. It's true. Since then, no shot. But no, so you got tonight in Philly. Yeah. Uh, what do we have planned tonight? You got you got special guests. It's coming yeah, out. Yeah, we got disco biscuits. We got Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> this is banging, dude. We got disco biscuits. We got Lotus. It's the Brooklyn Bowl one-year anniversary, so it's all the bands from Philly that plays. And they're all sitting in with us. And I got we're crowd surfing. We're doing the horror. Shout out to Kanye and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and yeah, we're gonna do some Jew stuff up in here. We're just gonna get real Jewy up in here. See, yeah. I was gonna leave, but now there's Jew stuff happening. I think I'm gonna hang out here. <laughs> he's gonna put on. He's gonna run into the car and get his Philly jersey. Behind <laughs> <laughs> my, my fucking Jesus medal. But no, yo, I I always think it's special because I I know how tight the jam scene is. Yeah. Because it is kind of like this. Like we've, we've done EDM ones of these, but the jam scene in the same way to me is like this niche thing yeah. that is such a fucking family. Oh, yeah. We're a community, man. We take care of each other. Even if, like, I'm not really a jam band, and they accepted me into Yeah, the, like, I never considered you a jam band. Yeah. What would you describe your shit as? Because I've heard so we're many like, different... Uh, you know, we're like psychedelic rock and roll. You're a rowdy rock and yeah. roll band. I we, take, we take mushrooms on stage, and we figure it out. The thing I hate, though, is when people classify you as a bar band, because to me, that's such a fucking slap in the uh, face. Because yeah. we used to get bar band all the time for Foxtrot, and I'd always be like, listen here, motherfucker. We're the future of rock and roll. It turns out we're just like a, a rock and roll band, but yeah. it's like when they say bar band, it is such like a backhanded compliment of saying, like, you guys try really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, I didn't know bars that you could bring a thousand people to a bar. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're just hater hoes. And you guys are fucking out yeah, here. let you, them suck dick from the back, dude. Yeah, everybody, not you. After you. After you. I was about to <laughs> scream something bad. <laughs> yes, yeah, please do. Hop in. Hop in. Oh, nice shirt. <laughs> Real quick. So what's your name? Debra. Debra. All right, who are you here to see tonight? I mean, come on. It's a, ter- it's ter- it's a terrible idea. Nice to meet you. It's a terrible idea. It's idea but i have so much fun so it doesn't matter do you want to do mushrooms with andy fresco always all right andy what do you have to say to that i'm down all right give me a give me a give me an hour let me start the show <laughs> all right uh, yeah my manager told me not to bring drugs to the crowd anymore but if you don't tell him i'll be fine okay all right cool nice Deborah, to meet this has been you. a pleasure let's have fun tonight happy one year thanks for yeah. being here there we go beautiful thing go phillies go, go frasco phillies. go frasco i'm talking about but no, nah, man, I, I'm I'm proud of you because I remember we were talking during COVID and you were just saying like, hey, this fucking sucks. I don't know when we're going to get back out on the road. Who yeah. knows? This shit's going to be a shit show. And then you've gotten back out and you've picked up exactly where you left off to like even a higher level, which is just fucking outstanding. You know, it's, it's you know, work ethic. You yeah. know, like how bad do you want something? I knew that COVID wasn't going to stop me from my dreams. Even if I had to do more podcasts, if I, even if I had to do more dance parties, if I can't be on stage with the people, I'm going to try to like... Throw a Twitch party or, you know, get people, give a motivation to keep going. That's you my. You are like the human connection, though. Like, that's your thing. That's that's what my, that's all I want to be is the glue that that gets everything going. So. And you've done it, dude. And I'm yeah. fucking proud of you. Uh, I'm very excited to see the show tonight. Uh, what do you have after this? Where are the next dates? Uh, Brooklyn. Uh, we still have like uh, 40, sh- 40 shows 40 left. 40 shows left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure you're going to make it out alive, dude? You know, I I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years. Yeah. It's, maybe one day I'll just die on stage. <laughs> Could you die tonight? Like, I want to be here for that. Uh, that'd be cool, but I'm gonna, I am gonna. I want to live a little longer than 35. <laughs> so fucking jerk off, dude. I came all the way out here for this show, and you won't even die on you're stage. You're not even showing up. No, no, up. I'm just yeah. here to do the interview. They're like, I'm out of here. Yeah, hey, <laughs> Let's make this quick. I got to go watch the Sixers lose Yeah, again. I got to talk to my wife here. Just be like, I'm staying, yo. Frasco's dying. It's going to be bad. Yo, Frasco's dying on the encore. Oh, by the way, yo, for everybody who doesn't know, go listen to Andy Frasco's World Saving Podcast. Not only is he a guest, he's also a fucking rival. Because every once in a while, I check the podcast charts, and like you'll be at like 157, We'll be at 154. I'll be like, I got that motherfucker this yep. week, dude. Yep. 
But maybe maybe you'll get up there with your big guest Nickelback next yeah, year. All right, next yeah, yeah, that Nickelback upcoming soon. That's really <laughs> the goal, dude. So uh, everybody, we should do Coke collab podcast. We should do it. What are we doing? I would love it, bro. All right, let's do it. How about uh, let's figure out a topic where we could both talk shit on, so we could both yell at each other. That's all. The, that's where the best ones are. Every week, yelling. let's just do one where we just scream at each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Philly versus <laughs> man versus Jew. <laughs> Kyrie, <laughs> man. Kyrie Irving versus Andy Frasco. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I'm in. You know, I think. Um, um, life's too short not to talk shit. Goddamn right, dude. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not at Brooklyn Bold Nut, you fucked up. Because it's about <laughs> to be an amazing show. Andy Brasso's going to die on stage. Let's go. Uh, Andy, anything else for me? Uh, just live with intention and be who you want to be and fuck the haters. Fuck the haters, dude. And we love you, Pat Bev. Thanks for being a Laker. Thank you, Pat. Uh, for Barstool Backstage, I'm Colin. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> That was our friend Andy Brasco. Go check him out on tour. He still has 30 dates left. He's already done 130 this year. He's a fucking lunatic. Shouts wow. um, out Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. Andy wants to see you on the streets. If you haven't listened to the internet, please go listen to that. Um, before we get out of here, what's going on this off list? By the way, I miss Kenny. For, for this kind of moment, we're, for the first time we're doing this in the studio and Kenny's got to go hang out with SpongeBob, this kind of sucks. I would have loved to see him on Kenny's today. Kenny, oh. Kenny sold out a long time ago. Yeah, Kenny, sold Kenny's just sold. waiting for the bread, dude. Kenny's like, yeah, I'll keep working SpongeBob till you guys figure it out. Yep. Fucking kids, dude. Yep. And Nickelodeon money. That Nickelodeon money's keeping them tied up. Uh, I'll start the on list, off list. Uh, then we'll go Dante, then Dave. My on the list is something that I actually took the off list many times on this podcast, but I'm picking Oliver Tree. Uh, someone who Kenny fucking Hell loved. Yeah. I finally changed. I finally changed my opinion. Nice. I don't know what happened, uh, but recently I started diving more into his shit because I hated him when he first started because I was like, this dude's just a fucking TikTok meme guy, yeah. and his records are fucking great. And he put out this new song, and I uh, miss miss you, and it's like a sped up version of another one of his songs. It's basically set to a house beat. All his stuff has like a electronic element to and it, and I he's awesome. I man. tweeted about it yesterday, but I was like, surprisingly. I fucking love this. So shouts out Oliver Tree. You won. I lost. Come on the podcast. Dante, who's on your list? I'm I'm like I'm like you impressed? In a good way, right? Are you impressed? Yeah, I love that. There you man. go. I love that. Uh this is kind of a fucking lame one. Cop out. He's he's just on everyone's list, but uh Chris Stapleton. Hell yeah. He released his cover of Al Green's I'm a Ram. What? Yeah, dude. I didn't realize it either. It was on Friday. And I'm in Savannah yesterday and my boy Jim, we're in his truck and he's uh he's playing it. And I'm like, yo, is this from that Super Bowl commercial? Because Dodge made a Super Bowl commercial last year and it was just a snippet. It was like 30 seconds, but it was Stapleton covering Al Green. I, I every all like diehard Stapleton fans were like holy shit does this full song exist anywhere and he like never talked about it he covers a lot of songs so yeah. everyone thought it was going to come out well he just dropped it on friday unbeknownst to me and obviously you and a lot of people but it is so fucking good you gotta you gotta listen to it his cover of you are my sunshine yeah ma- makes me cry that's a that was the song my mom sang to me as a little kid that is fucking like world stopping good i can't wait to hear this it's fucking great Hell it's so yeah. good well, fuck, so good. Fucking Dave, top bat, dude. Who's on your list? David. I am going with myself. <laughs> oh, Sorry, hell yeah. I might watch. Uh, I'm going with myself. Um, after our Nickelback interview drops, the entire world will stop acting like they hate that band. 
and they will just come out and admit what they are, which is just a great rock and roll band. And I've been saying that for a decade plus. Hell since yeah, Dave. Cool hate- since I met you, which is a long time, mm-hmm. you've yeah. been you've been banging that drum. I will give you. It's it's not the that most credit. I don't give a shit if people actually dislike a certain genre or band or anything. It's that people like if you say Nickelback sucks, like people will either really actually agree, even though I know deep down they don't. Or if you say you like it, they'll start shitting on you and act like it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, fuck it, Dave. They, I just looked at their, I, their streaming numbers speak for themselves. Like there's not 690 million people that have gone and listened to how you remind me on Spotify alone just to hate listen to them. There's a reason they're Nickelback. They're a fucking monster, monster band for, you know, 20 plus years. And, and just, you know, have them on the show today. And well, it's airing next week, but um, they had, they weren't just like some one hit, two hit, three hit wonder. They were like banger after banger. Dude, he after said banger. 34 singles. Like that was ridiculous. That is fucking nuts. Dude, we didn't even talk about like this afternoon. I would play that every fucking Friday in college. Like when, not that I went to class in college, but like hypothetically, <laughs> should I have, I have been going to class in college like I should have. Um, Like that was my, that was my weekend anthem. Animals, that's what we ran out to for high school football. That's like dope. out of the locker room, you know, that's dope. Like, and after, that's and after, awesome. and after hanging out and talking with them makes me like them even more. Exactly. Like they're such fucking good guys. That they're was the biggest thing. They, I would love to go across the street and get some beers with those guys right now. And just listen to Chad Kroger tell stories. He's fucking hysterical. Yes. Hysterical. I'm so God. I mean, this is all a little bit surreal. The fact that we were just kicking it with them. And by the way, that went way longer than I thought it was going to go. I knew. I We always tell people it's going to go shorter, and they always sit down, and they're like, oh, these guys are actually cool. We'll we'll fucking stay longer and chop it up. I knew it was going to go late. I didn't know it was going to go an hour, but I knew it was going to go longer than 30 minutes. I mean, those guys are probably the coolest motherfuckers alive. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let's wrap this shit the fuck up. Dave, you, that, you are on my list, too, for that. Uh, my off list is the cost of living in New York City. Uh, I had to pay $5 to take shit this morning. Uh, I literally had because I had to run in the coffee shop. I asked for a small black coffee. Oh, all right. I thought they. I, I was like, where would it shock China? you? Would you? Would you? Would it shock you? I I had to go and use the bathroom. Right. China charges for a lot of places in uh, Europe too. I Disgusting. thought you had to pay to use the fucking shitter. No, I'm just saying everything here is so goddamn expensive. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I I I dude, I don't want to talk shit on New York all the time because it's too easy. But fuck that place, Dave. Go ahead. Scream. Yeah, New York completely sucks balls. Uh, I just <laughs> spent a week there and I got home and immediately was sick afterwards. Um, I am going to go off my list. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go with the haters and the losers <laughs> of which there are many. Um, <laughs> fuck them all. And I hate you. And I hope you die horrifically painful deaths that you're like family while your family's like watching. Um, what did that stem from necessarily? Nothing in particular. <laughs> Mostly, I was a lot of, and I'm not even talking about my haters. I'm talking about Nickelback haters in particular. Oh, I thought this but was Dave Williams a hater. hater We're gonna in general, that anyways. Yeah, that's getting that's getting clipped anyway. Which there are many. <laughs> Die a slow death. That was great. I, no, I want you, like their family to watch them be tortured. All of them. Great soundbite. Don't hate, or yeah. Dave wants you to die. Uh, Dante, wrap us up here. Who's off your list? 
Uh, the haters, which of which there are many. No, I think I'm gonna have to go with barstool editors. Uh huh. I feel like this is a re- this is a repetitive. This, this is your gripe, record. dude. Yeah, just uh, just more fucking fire blogs sitting in our fucking drafts, uh, submissions that just won't ever see the light of day because people that were never even promoted to the position but fell into it because Coley retired. <laughs> uh just fucking love wielding power and being fucking yeah i guess haters i guess so you're with dave yeah i'm I'm with dave well goddamn so and not just mine either like good like good fucking writers here at the company that are trying to produce more content and is just having their fucking confidence crushed by these fucking assholes i'm fucking sick of it Damn. Yeah. Fuck, we're in the belly of the beast right now, too, dude. Not get clipped at any moment. Yeah. Well, fuck. Well, on a positive note, the Andy Frasco interview was great. And next week, we have motherfucking Nickelback on the podcast. You heard me right, motherfuckers. Nickelback. And truly, truly one of the best fucking interviews we've ever done. This, the Black Keys, obviously, I think, was like our first, like, holy fuck, what are we doing here moment. And then Ice Cube, for me, was like, what is this? But Nickelback... We got some. We got some big ones, man. Yeah, we're just getting started. We're just getting hot, dude. Um, Dave, anything for me, buddy? That's actually pretty fucking cool now that because we've been doing this like what year, over a year and a half now, going on two years. Yep. That's. I mean, Ice Cube, Nickelback, Black Keys, Foo Fighters, Shiplet of the Foo Fighters. Not you know that if Dave Grohl wants to come on, he's invited. Fits Um, of the tantrums, Dirty Heads. We're just getting going, baby. Yeah. We're just uh, getting ambassadors. Going. Neon trees has fucking yeah. Uh, Colin had an unbelievable meeting this morning with a huge record label rep who happened to say we can have whoever we want. Yeah, which would be nice. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty three is looking husky, dude. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Top that. of the. What'd you say? Oh, and we got uh we got Wish Fest coming up on December 2nd at Yardy yes. Street on the south side. I'd be remiss not to uh talk on that. If you're in Chicago, you know what Wish Fest is. It's one of the best things we do in the winter. Colin, you got to take part in it last year. Yes, I did. Um, I am looking forward to it again. Unbelievable lineup. Quinn 92. Yeah, we got a break coming. Actually, we will have some interviews read from uh Wish Fest to the fray. Uh, uh, Mitchell Tempenny, who's awesome. Awesome, yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually had a conversation about having him on the podcast previously, so Dude, that'll I love be, him, man. Well, I think too, maybe a good idea would be too. Maybe we should up uh, Dan and see if he wants to come on and and talk about it. Dan, Wisher, yeah. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Of course, Duh. yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, just give a little preview. We can have him just talk about it. We'll yeah, throw yeah, it on, yeah, yeah. We'll throw it on the Nickelback we'll, uh, episode. Let's get him on next week. Yeah, we can do that. That's, I mean, that's a text message. Away. They are not right hurt. They are not hurting for ticket sales. Nope. Uh, but if you don't want to get shut out by a ticket, because this thing's going to sell it's out. Pro- there was only a thousand tickets left as yeah. of a couple of days ago. And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be sold out any day now. Speaking yeah. of somebody not from Chicago who got to experience it last year, it was one of the greatest fucking times. Oh, like, such a great and night. Everybody's the go- like the great people. Uh, everything's top notch. I can't fucking suggest it enough. It was banging. And Dave was there and Dave got hammered. We all got hammered. Dave texted me like 4.30 in the morning. It was great. 
Hell yeah. All right. Great episode, guys. <laughs> Great episode, boys. Uh, stay tuned for Nickelback next week. Thank you to Andy Frasco. Fuck you, Kenny. Anything else, Dave? That's it. I got to go. I'm hungry. I'm Thanks tired. Thanks for your time, Dave. Love you, David. All right. Fuck you guys. We love you.